Welcome to Crestview Baptist Church. Isn't it good to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Amen. There we go. Uh, I'm going to have some announcements this morning. First, there will be a short business meeting after the service this morning. And uh, uh, the Youth Children's Council is meeting at 5.30 Wednesday. Chad said there will be pizza provided if you're a part of that. Also, of course, the Wednesday night services are at 6.30 and in choir practice following. Thursday night, there'll be a, another mental mission work, work night starting at 6 o'clock, is it, Terry? Okay, 6, or as soon as the rain or shine, if, we, if, it's, if it's raining, we'll do something indoors. But we can still get something done. That's Thursday. So come out and join us for that if you can. Uh, Friday the 23rd, we're feeding the uh, Crest Varsity football team and coaches here in the fellowship hall at 3.30. If you can be here to help serve and do that, we'd much appreciate it. And just uh, contact Artie this week and let him know you can be here to help. Uh, let's see here. Uh, next Sunday, the 25th, is our, uh, we're having another picnic at the creek at uh, 6 o'clock. Yeah, I'm not sure if it might be the last one of the season, so make sure you come for this one. And uh, that's at 6 o'clock next Sunday night. On the 27th, there's the, WM, the women's meeting, WMU meeting on Tuesday, the 27th at 6 o'clock. I'm assuming that's here at the church. And then uh, Saturday, a week from this coming Saturday, October 1st, is our regularly monthly scheduled breakfast. And of course, if you can be here for that, we'd uh, love to have you come out and help us serve. We had a great revival this week. And like I already said uh, on the last service, because our revival services is over, it doesn't mean the revival's over. Time for us to live it out, to revive. And I ask that everybody would uh, just seek the Lord's will and let's see what we can do for him. Our, uh, our uh, Pastor Richard Holden that did the revival, we did, we did pay him and settle up with him at the end of the revival, but we weren't really expecting... We, would, we didn't talk much about that beforehand, so if anybody wants to make some donations to help us cover that cost, that would be great. We paid him, but uh, we didn't take the time to figure out where we was getting the money from before the revival, so uh, that was uh, something we took care of. But just keep that in mind, and let's have a wonderful worship service and lift our hearts and voices and praise the Lord. Thank you. Me and Jim were out of order this morning, I think. I'm used to being up here first. Uh, welcome again. Welcome to come. I want to start. Welcome to Crestview. Um, if you're a, a guest or visiting with us for the first time, uh, there are some cards in the pews in front of you. If you would fill one of those out and drop it in the offering box on your way out, just so we can get to know a little bit more about you. That's all. Um, we may hunt you down on Facebook. No, I'm just kidding. We won't do that. But um, yeah, just for that. But right now, uh, let's take some time to push the cares of the world out, or cares of the, not the cares of the world, because that's what we're here for. But let's take some time to push the worries of the world out and focus on God this morning, and let's spend some time with Him. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for allowing me to stand here and be a representative for you, Lord. I pray that when I speak today, that it is not my words, Lord, but your words. I pray that as we move through this service, you guide us and that your spirit 
comes in and continues what it's done through revival this past week. Lord, there are so many needs in our church, Lord. You know the hearts of everybody. You know the, 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 the needs and the well-being of everyone, Lord. I just pray that for every prayer request that we have on our prayer, on our prayer list and the ones we may not know about, those things that we may not feel comfortable sharing with other people, Lord, I just pray that the Spirit is felt on each and every single one of those situations. Lord, be with us as we move through the week. Give us the strength to walk in a way that would be pleasing to you. Give us the courage to go out and to be that light to shine for you so we can bring other people to know you. Lord, help us to glorify you in everything we do. All this I ask in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. I'd like to read you some scripture this morning found in the book of Psalms. Shout with joy to God, all the earth. Sing the glory of his name. Make his praise glorious. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. So great is your power. All the earth bows down to you. They sing praise to you. They sing praise to your name. Key word here is praising the Lord through singing. So as we begin our worship service, let's stand as we sing hymn number 15, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing, because we have reason to sing praises to our Lord. song you are singing as you're praising the Lord. <laughs> Can I get all the kids to come down forward this morning for our children's sermon?
Hey guys, how's everybody's week going? Good. Has everybody had a really good week? Has anybody here maybe not had a really good week? You, oh, Macy said yes. This has got that. She is the honest. She will tell. All right. You don't have to tell me, but you can. Why have you not had a good week? Do you want to tell me? No, you don't want to tell me? Well, sometimes we just don't have good days or good weeks. God promises that he's going to take care of us and that we're going to get all the things that we need and that he's going to be with us every step of the way, but he does not promise that every step of the way, every path is going to be clear from all the things in it. Who's ever ran through the woods? Anybody ever ran through the woods? I used to run through the woods all the time. And because I loved it, I loved to run through the woods. It was fun. We'd go out and we'd go to the creek and we'd tromp up and down the creek every day. Uh, do that all the time. Um, but sometimes when I'm walking in a path, even if it's a path that's been cleared that I've been down a hundred times, there might be something sticking out in it with a sharp point on it, you ever, and it's called a briar. Has anybody ever had a briar stuck in them? And that is that Lawndale Country accent, briar, if you, know what, if, you, if, you, if you don't know what that is over here, I'm sorry. I can't explain it to you no better than that. That's my Lawndale Country accent coming out. And uh, briars, are, they grow in the midst of plants, and they, they're sticky, and sometimes they grow out into paths and into trails. And if you're not walking, if you're not careful, when you're walking along that trail, one can grab a hold of you. And now you, now a plant, you think, oh, a plant don't grab a hold of you. But that thing will stick into you, and it does not feel good when it, feels out, when it pulls out. So even though that path was cleared, there was still briars or imperfections growing out into that path. Well, you know, life can be the... I have. I've got a hold of them before. And they, they bring the blood. I'm telling you. But so, those briars kind of compare to our life sometimes. Because life, God's got a path out in front of us. He's prepared a path for us to walk. But just because He's prepared a path for us to walk doesn't mean we're not going to run into some briars. We're not going to have some bad days. We're not going to have some hard times ahead of us. As a matter of fact, if you choose to walk with God, you're probably going to face a lot of hard times because the devil is going to be out to get you because he doesn't want you walking with God. But on those hard days, what I want to encourage you is, even though things are hard, God tells us, we, we know in God's Word here, in Psalms 55:22, it says, Cast your burden on the Lord, and He shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteousness to be moved. If you stand strong and fast in God, even in those times when there's things in our path that try to trip us up and try to slow us down, God's going to be with us, and He's going to get us through that. Is it, is it always going to be easy? When I, go, when I get a briar stuck in me, I can get it out of me, but when I pull it out of me, I'm usually left with a scar, right? I'm usually left with a little mark on my arm. Same thing, God's going to get us through those, those tough times, but we may have some scars and marks to show us. All right, you can tell me later. I'm worried about the spider in his house. 
Deshaun. But oh, okay. All right, so guys, when you're going through tough times, just remember that no matter how tough or thick or bumpy the path gets, that God is going to be with you and He's going to walk with you and He's going to hold your hand the whole way, all right? Let's bow our heads and go to the Lord in prayer. God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for each one of these boys and girls that are here. Thank you for your love and for knowing. And thank you that we can know that no matter what we go through, you're going to be with us and you're going to walk with us. All this I ask in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, guys. You're going to...
All right. I'm going to do something I ain't ever done before. You ever had to do that? Y'all believe in being spirit-led, right? So that, all I had was a title and a scripture on the board. So that can, we can, we can nix that title and that scripture because uh, Lord's really worked on me and I, I gave Artie that title and that scripture early in the week and uh, last couple of nights. Lord said, that's what I want you to talk about. I said, why, well, Lord, I done gave, him, done gave him a title, Lord. I can't do that. I can't change it. Artie, you get me. And he's probably listening. He might get me anyway. But no, uh, said, well, I said, I can't do it. Another day went by. Things got a little rougher. I said, Lord, I can't, can't do that. I can't change the title of that script sermon. I've already put it out there. I cannot change what I'm going to talk about. He even sat down and wrote out few notes what I was going to talk about. Well, I ain't doing me a lick of good because this morning, the Lord finally said, you go, you're going to talk about what I want you to talk about. And that's the bottom line. That's the way the Lord works. Am I right? Uh, I am, a, I like to say, you know, we've, we've learned that amen this past week. I'd like to thank you if you came to Revival this week. Uh, the preacher that was up here, uh, what, was it Holden? Was that his name? Preacher Holden, listen, he would not sit here and let you be quiet. He'd stop and he'd, he'd make you practice your amens and make you work on it a little bit. And uh, if you sit there with a look on your face, he'd stop and he'd say, well, you need to smile a little bit. So it was a, it was a good week and I appreciate it if you, I appreciate it if you came out. I, I enjoyed it myself. Um, so, you guys ever have a rough week? Has anybody ever had a bad week? That's not happening to anybody, right? Nobody, nobody, right? So raise your hand. I want to know because I want to talk to you after. Raise your hand if you've never had a bad week. Anybody? Good, because I was really, I was going to talk to somebody after the sermon. I was trying to find the secrets and how things work. And this has got to go. I apologize. It's already hot. I had kind of a rough week. I won't go into details. Uh, as you guys don't know, if you guys don't know me, very, uh, how, how my life works. I'm a very anxious person as it is anyway. Does anybody know that about me? Nobody knows that, right? I'm a very anxious person. I like to, I like to be in control of things around me and when I feel like things are not going the way that I want them to go, I take it and I let it affect my whole body, my whole who I am. And, uh, you know, I'm not, not proud of this, but I tell you what, I had such a bad week with being anxious about some things that uh, I had to, uh, I had to for, for my mental health, I had to take a day off of work Friday and just not go in because of the way things, because of the way things have affected me. And I sit and I listened to Revival this week and uh, Preacher Holden said it a few times and I said, oh, he's not talking to me. He was talking about you know, he's talking about letting the Lord control things a, a couple times, giving things over to the Lord. and let, But I knew he wasn't talking to me. Uh, I just knew that that wasn't the case he was talking to me. Well, it turns out he was talking to me. So uh, I'm going to read two scriptures for you as we get started today. So uh, the first one is Psalms chapter 55, verse 22. And the second one comes out of 1 Peter. But at this time, if you could, I'll, if you can, I'd like for you to stand in reverence as we... Read the Word of God. Psalms 55, 
Verse 22 says, Cast your burden on the Lord, and He shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. And 1 Peter 5, 7 says this. Actually, I'm going to start with 6. It says, Therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that He may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon Him, for He cares for you. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, as I move into this service, just I pray that your words are spoken and not mine. I pray that the Spirit moves abundantly throughout this building today over not anything that I say or anything that I do, Lord, just strictly on the way you want this service to move. All this I ask in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So, you guys know I'm not very long-winded anyway. And so I'm sitting here thinking, going into this. Today, this could be, when I, when I did this, like, this has literally, like, been eating me alive since I walked in the door. And uh, this is either going to be the shortest sermon I've ever preached or the longest sermon I've ever preached, okay? Um, you know, so I, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Um, go through the Bible. And um, you can look at the great people that God has chosen to do and carry His work and His, um, His missions and His plans out. And all short of Jesus Christ, who was God in the flesh, the Lord, God's Son, they all had one thing in common. They were all sinners. They were all human beings who fell short and let God down numerous amounts of time. And uh, not proud to say that I fall into that category, which I get, which we all do. Which I say, well, we shouldn't be proud of it. But I'm not. I'm, I'm not proud to say that I fall into that category. That I fall short. And uh, I found myself falling short this week. And, and God tells us it's okay that things are going to happen around us when th- and, and things aren't going to go our way. And uh, He knows we're human beings. He knows we fall short. But part of that falling short is failing to give it all to God when we do fall short and when, when things aren't going our way. That's part of falling short of that glory, that the glory of God. And I found myself in that situation this week, uh, actually over the past couple weeks, uh, not really felt like I've been myself. Um, when, I, when I do, when you see me and you see me smiling, you know, part of the time it's because I'm putting on a little Halloween mask, you know. We, we all do that at times. We're all guilty of that. Um, Nothing to be ashamed of, surely nothing to be proud of, but we shouldn't be ashamed of it because we, that's who we are. We, we're human beings. Thankfully, Jesus Christ came and uh, he took care of those places that I fall short in my life. Uh, I want to go back and I want to look at this verse in Psalms again. It says, cast all your burdens on the Lord. The first part of that does. All of your burdens on the Lord. 
I want you to think about the last time that you failed to pay, place all of your burdens on Lord, on the Lord. Could be a situation at work. Could be a financial situation. It could be a situation with your family. Um, it could be a situation in your marriage. Whatever it is. We want to keep those things. Some, we want to think, oh, well, those are private things, things I don't want to talk about. Don't even want to talk to the Lord about those things because we feel like, you know what, I might be letting the Lord down. I've been guilty of that. You know, I don't even, I'm just going to handle this myself. Who in here has said, I can handle this myself? Has everybody said that before? That's a, that's a pretty common phrase among human beings is I can handle this myself. Well, here's the truth. We can't handle it ourselves. We can try, we can put on a show for everybody else and make it look like we're handling ourselves. Plain and simple, from David, here in Psalms 50, 55, verse 22, the first part, again, it says, cast your burdens on the Lord. It doesn't say cast some of your burdens on the Lord. It doesn't say cast what burdens you feel comfortable telling the Lord. It says cast your burdens on the Lord. That's all of your burdens on the Lord. So the first thing I want to point out, and I'm preaching to myself, the first thing I want to encourage you to do is if you're facing some kind of burden in your life, something holding you down, and I know we all are, give it to God. Because until you give it to God, it's not going to go anywhere. You're going to carry it around on your shoulders and it's going to weigh heavier and heavier and heavier. Well, that's the first thing I want you to see. Finish, going through with this verse a little bit more. I'm going to break this verse, this Psalms 55 down into three points. After it says, cast your burdens on the Lord, it says, He and He shall sustain you. God, He, capital H, He shall sustain you. Once you give those burdens over to God, it's like I was telling these kids a while ago, He will keep you going. Now you might run into a briar sticking out into your road, sticking out into your road. You might walk into waters that are 10 foot over your head. But He will sustain you. He will be right there with you every step of the way, keeping you going. You might just be barely keeping your head above the water, but He is helping you. He is keeping your head above the water. Rest of that verse, capital H again. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. You look at that verse and you think, well, you know what? Righteous means being right with God, right? Mean, mean perfection, basically. And none of us fall into that category on our own. So it circles back to the, to the, circles back to the beginning. None of us fall into that righteous category on our own. Without Jesus Christ, without, that, without accepting that relationship with Him, without the blood of Jesus paying for our sins, we can't be righteous. But you know who Jesus is? You've accepted Him as your Lord and Savior. You fall into that category of being righteous. Not on your own will, not on your own account, but on the account of Jesus Christ. 
And it says, he, will, he shall never permit the righteous to be moved. Do you have your eternity secured through Jesus Christ? If you have that relationship with Him, it makes you righteous. And He will never permit the righteous to be moved. Isn't that an awesome statement? Uh, to me, it just shows me that no matter what I've got going on in my life, no matter how hard things get, no matter how deep the waters get around me, because of who I am, not through me, but through Jesus Christ, it's not going to permit me to be moved. He's, I'm going to stand firm. Once again, I'll repeat it over and over again, not because of who I am, because I'm just a man. I fall short. It doesn't matter about any certificates hanging on my wall or any titles given to me by the state. What you guys call me, those titles, I'm just a man that was saved through Jesus Christ. I'm just a man who sins and who does my best to walk in the way the Lord wants me to walk, but stumbles and falls short on a daily basis. But thankfully, through Jesus Christ and who He is, I'm never going to be moved. And I can cast my burdens on Him and He's going to sustain me. Word of thumb is, if somebody says something more than once, um, it's pretty important, right? And so if we go back in 1 Peter 5, 7, he starts talking about this again. Peter starts talking about this. Um, actually, we're going to look at verse 6. Like I said, it says, Therefore, humble yourselves under, under the mighty hand of God. Humble yourselves. That's something that uh, our society, we don't want to, nobody wants to humble themselves anymore. We don't want to, we don't, humble yourself means that you put yourself on the level, you put yourself where you know you need to be. Society tells you, you're you, you build yourself up, you be proud of who you are and what you do. Well, I tell you what, I'm not proud of what I do lots of the time because of that falling short that I do. The worrying, the anxiety that sometimes this world can put in and overcome our lives. So we have to humble ourselves and know that without Jesus Christ, we're nobody. We're just sinners who are, who are bound to an eternity separated from God without Jesus Christ. But through Jesus Christ, we are no longer sinners. We are made righteous and we are bound to an eternity in heaven with our Lord and Savior. So humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that He may exalt you in due time. That's a hard one. In due time. We live in a... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not self-gratifying. It's a, it's a, we live in a world where we want things now. Who has a smartphone? Anybody, everybody in here ever have a smartphone? You have the internet in front of you everywhere you go. That's something we didn't have 25 years ago. We didn't have the internet in front of us everywhere we go. 
You can order anything and have it at your house, typically in 24 hours. You can find answers to any questions that you may have. Sometimes the answers may be wrong, but you can find an answer that you're looking for that is satisfying. We want our answers. We want what we want, and we want it now. But this verse tells us, He may exalt you in due time. Things are going to happen on God's time. That goes back to that worrying that we're fixing to talk about in the next part of this verse that we worry, okay, what if? What if this happens? What if this doesn't happen? You know what? What's going on right now? Sometimes, and I've I've been guilty of this, sometimes we worry so much about what's going to happen, we forget to look at the blessings that we have right in front of us. It happens on a daily basis. So continuing there in verse 7, it says again, just like in Psalms, it says, Casting all your care upon Him. Everything. All of it. In this verse, it says, all your care. Back in Psalms, it didn't use it. It just says, cast your burden on the Lord. Here it says, all your care. All your burdens. Every bit of it. Not just the things that you feel comfortable sharing with the Lord, because He knows everything anyway. Not just the things that you feel are important, or you feel might be important, or you feel you need right now. Cast all your cares and all your burdens on Him. Every single bit of it. The rest of that verse is the best part of that verse. Because once again, we have a capital H here. So we're talking about God. This brings all of our anxiety, all of our wondering, all of our worrying, all of that stuff. You look at this, cast it out the window. That last that part of that verse, you ready for it? For He cares for you. Isn't that awesome? You guys, does anybody in here ever worked for like a multi, like a huge, huge corporation with like bosses? Upon, I know Deshaun does. He works for, I mean, he has bosses. I used to work for a cable company and I had bosses on top of bosses and on top of bosses. And after the first boss, they didn't know my name. I was just a number. I was just someone bringing in pushing out product or bringing in money for them. They didn't care about me. All they cared about was that I showed to work, showed up to work, and I did what I was supposed to do. Well, guess what? The CEO of the world here, God, the creator, the sustainer, he built it from nothing. He spoke it into existence. And He cares about each and every one of us. He knows you by name. He knows the number of hairs on your head. Yes, Jim, even the numbers of hairs on your head. He knows it. I'm just kidding. I was just <laughs> he knows the number of hairs on our head. Isn't that awesome? That somebody, that's a being who created the whole world a heavenly being, he, he cares about us. So my encouragement for you 
and for me going into this next week, when you feel anxious, when you feel overwhelmed or worried, scared, inadequate, whatever that, fe- whatever that feeling is that the world pushes into us, whether it be through advertisements or through TV or through everything around us. Remember that you serve a God. We have a God in heaven who is watching over us, who is willing to take on our burdens. He wants, not just willing, He, is, he wants, He's asking you. I have a lot of people who if, if I ask somebody to take carry something for me, if I'm, if I'm carrying something in, I say, uh, Ryan, I say, hey, Ryan, I'm carrying this cooler in. You carry this cooler in for me. But just think about picking it up and doing it before I ever even ask. He's ready for it. He's waiting. Ryan's like, I'm waiting. I'm ready to pick that cooler up, take it in. You get excited about carrying that cooler in for me, right? God is ready. He's excited. He's ready to pick up our burdens and carry them. All we got to do is be willing to cast those burdens on Him. So back to my challenge. All those feelings the world pushes at you, remember that you serve a Creator who wants to carry your burdens because the most important part of this, before we pray, the most important part the second part of 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. For He cares for you. He loves you so much that even after we take His name in vain, we continually break His rules, we continually defy Him, that He made us a way through Jesus Christ He sent His Son to die on a cross for our sins. He loves you that much. And it's making me feel better right now knowing that I have somebody watching over me, knows me, knows everything about me, and He loves me that much. It makes me feel a little better about the worries that I have in my life. Because I'm a human. It should make me feel a whole lot better right off. And it, and it does, but the human side of me, you know, it wants to fight it, pull against it. But I'm going to tell you, it's not an easy thing to do. It's not something that you're going to come up and you're going to walk out of here and say, Woo, I don't have to worry anymore. Because, I mean, you don't have to worry, but you're still going to walk out this door. And in 30 minutes, an hour, 24 hours, you're going to be back to work. You're going to be a little bit. It's something that's going to take time. It's going to take prayer. It's going to take spending time reading God's Word, building your relationship with Him. But as you build that relationship more and more and more, you're going to understand how little we have to worry. Because God tells us to cast all of our cares on Him. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, thank You so much for this day again, Lord. Thank You for being a God who is willing to take our worries, our cares, our burdens, and carry those. Lord, 
help us to grow in our relationship with you. Because we want to get to the point, Lord, where we can just pass everything over to you. I wish I could say that it was just as, it was just as easy for us. It is easy for you, Lord, but I wish I could say it was just as easy for us to say, you know what, I'm done worrying. It's something we have to work on through building a relationship with you. And Lord, give us the strength and the wisdom and the persistence to stay at it. Because in your time, Lord, we'll make it through. All this I ask in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. And as, the, as we sing, if anybody wants to pray with me, wants to come pray to the altar, feel free to come down. The altar is always open. Would you stand as we sing hymn 571, Let Others See Jesus in You, 571. While passing through this world of sin and other for the business meeting and if you're not staying for the business meeting and you want to leave feel free to to go out but I'm going to turn it over to Jim
as he is going to get us started in our business meeting. Before we begin the meeting, I'm going to ask if our Deacon of the Week, Jim Kinder, would give us a closing prayer. Dear Heavenly 